Once upon a time, a few basketball crazy individuals from UP Diliman decided to make a group chat. And then one day, they decided that it was time to share their opinions, their stories, their conversations, their topics to the rest of the world. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Javi Palanyan. I'm with my co-hosts, Luis Boot, Migs Peralta, Juanito Gregorio. We are the voice of the six man from the fifth stand. This is Standing Room Only PH. And today, we are going to break down the latest game from the NBA Finals, Game 4, between LA and Miami. Uh, last Monday, we broke down the previous game, Game 3, and today we are going to break down Game 4 for you guys. Luis, take it away. All right. Thank you, Javi. So yeah, Javi mentioned we did break this game down during our last matinee. So yeah, the Lakers are one win away from winning their 17th title, tying Boston as the most decorated franchise in the NBA. So before we get to the two teams, let's talk about us. On thing, ano, uh, we got, what did we get right from our prediction? So personally, uh, let's start with Duncan Robinson, who played great today, relatively. Yeah, he had his breakout mm -hmm. game. 17 and points. Migs had this prediction on KCP being a important cog, which led to the Lakers' victory today. And then, of course, Juanito also talked about Tyler Hero, who, again, was playing not like a 20-year-old today, definitely. I guess we even talked about this in earlier matinees of how good Tyler Hero is actually going to be. And parang he's proving us all wrong. Eh. Galing rin eh. Diba? Parang he's yep. playing like, a, you know, not just a bubble star, but it's going to be exciting. So now let's break down the game. So I want to start with a prediction we got wrong. So when we talked about Bam Adebayo coming back, we said that the Dwight Howard matchup would be intense and fun. But Dwight only played two minutes today. So thoughts on Frank Vogel's choice not to use Dwight, Migs? Uh, well, he played seven minutes actually, looking at the box score right now. But yeah, I, I'm not sure where Dwight is right now mentally in terms of the game. But I kind of feel like he didn't necessarily see Bam in a specific matchup. But the mismatch comes with how the Heat stretched the floor out and his inability to close out on shooters. Not really his game. His game is really post-defense. So that's that's showing right now. And ang katumbas naman nun was... Si Markeith Morris really got a lot of the minutes that White was supposed to get. Javale's not even playing this final series, and I think Patino sa Denver. So um, that's the adjustment. I think that was more sufficient for Coach Kraft Vogel. Uh, instead of just you know banging bodies with another big, you really have to look at the team as a whole and to be able to get a guy in who can defend from one to five. Alright, how about you, Javi? Your thoughts on Bam Adebayo's return and the Lakers' answer to him? Yeah, uh, like what I was telling uh, you guys, Kanina, uh, parang it, uh, it was very interesting for me how Coach Spo was going to plan this game out because he didn't have Bam for the past two games. Tapos ngayon, bigla siya maglalaro. But Kelly Olenek was playing well the past two games. He had uh, 17 points and 24 points in both games. And uh, it was really interesting for me how he was going to adjust his rotation with Bam's return. And we know that Bam's a very focal point of their offense because a lot of the plays run through him. He's one of the guys who's uh, always on the perimeter who hands off to the shooters. And uh, Kelly Olenek, naman, uh, he's a very uh, good threat from the outside while Bam doesn't have that perimeter shot. 
So I think what was lacking from uh, Miami right uh, right in this game was the outside shooting from the big men. And um, they, it was um, evident in this game that uh, Bam wasn't able to deliver on that. All right, to have his point, yeah, Kelly Olenek, who was playing immense minutes compared to usual, only scored four points today out of 12 minutes. So my question for you, Juanito, we talked about this during the last episode. Now that Bam came into the picture on the fourth game of the series, did it make Miami a better team or did it just disrupt what they already had going coming after game three? Definitely made them a better team. Uh, Bam is... Still one of their best talents, if not the best talent they have. Uh, Bam offers a lot. He, he averages in the regular season 17 points per game, 10 rebounds, and not really uh, something people talk about, but he actually averages five assists per game. So he, he, he can do a lot when he's there. He's like a more athletic Jokic, but not really that big, not that passy, not that flashy. Not that space, but he he can do a lot of things Jokic can actually do. So they rely him on the offense. If you can see, he actually hands off, he drives, he actually leads the fast break, and they, they have a they have a play where they actually go four out and Bam does the attacking. So Bam makes them a better team. Uh, the only thing is that uh, Miami got the win because they stretched out the floor because of Kelly Olynyk and. Uh, that 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 was not really uh, a big option today for them to really stretch the floor because uh, Bam Bam plays more plays more inside. But if we're talking about just the entirety of everything, Miami is still better with the Bam and the Bio on the floor. All right. So speaking of the best player on the floor for Miami, let's talk about Jimmy Butler coming off Game Three. Uh, a legendary performance, a triple-double, 40 more points. So today, he was only one assist shy of another triple-double. Good game or bad game for Jimmy Butler, have you? Still a good game uh, if you look at the box scores, no. But uh, if you watch the game, LA was able to contain him well enough uh, in this uh, game because the uh, usual spots niya, they were getting to him uh, on their on on defense and di niya ma, ma convert yung mga usual shots that he was able to con- uh, to connect to in the previous game kaya um, even if he got to um, that kind of numbers in 22 points 10 rebounds and 9 assists he was 8 of 17 from the field 47.1 uh, field goal percentage. No, uh, he shot better from the field in the previous game. So uh, for me, uh, LA was able to do a good job on him defensively because he they made him more tentative on his passes and they made him more tentative on his attacks. All right. If I may add, actually, that's a good point. I mean, the, if you notice today, every time that Jimmy Butler was on the floor, Cinemike Green made it clear that LeBron was always there. He'd only yep. take a rest when Jimmy Butler was out. So, how about you, Mix? What are your thoughts on Jimmy Butler's performance for Game Four? Uh, one thing that really pops to me, no, is that line, yeah, this is zero for three, the three points. And I feel like this this game, the Lakers gave him a green light to shoot. So the past few games, they were dikit talaga. Paglapas ng half court, dikit siya. Whether it was a guard or it was LeBron or Cousino man. Ngayon, they pick him up at the three-point line. If he if he gets the shot and wants to take the ball, you know, from point blank or walang bantay, then 
the Lakers are going to allow it because he's not really known to become a good three-point shooter. So I think that's what's different in what how they try to play the game right now. Um, crucial yun because if he if they don't allow him, they'll he'll drive in, can score a layup. Not sure, na si Jimmy Butler yan, or attract defenders and pass out. So to eliminate that, I think you allow him to make more shots, and that's apparent for me. The game is tough. Great point. So next, I'd like to ask Juanito to make this point. Was it uh, still a good game, or did the Lakers really just adjust better defensively? Well. It's a, still a good game. Jimmy Butler still attacked. He still got his shots. He still made assists. But one thing the Lakers did was a change of matchup. And it really ruined everything. Um, we you know we've been uh, debating who would be a good defender on on Jimmy Butler. We can think Danny Green, KCP, maybe Rajon Rondo, LeBron maybe the best. But Frank Vogel had this wild idea to actually put Anthony Davis mm-hmm. on Jimmy Butler. And no one would have ever thought that, oh, yeah, why not? No, Anthony Davis is quick enough. He has the size. Now, he actually had four blocks today because he had so much advantage. Now, Jimmy Butler doesn't have the advantage of speed. He doesn't have the advantage of size. He doesn't have the advantage of strength over Anthony Davis, which made everything hard for him. He needed the switches. He needed the... He needed a small advantages. He needed. He had to. He had to work for every point he had today. Unlike last last game, uh, parang parang it came natural, you know. Oh, advantage of the height, advantage of the speed, advantage of the strength. Ngayon nung si Anthony Davis na independent niya, parang nasira yung kanyang game plan of attacking. And uh, the the offense of Miami really relies hard on Jimmy Butler attacking, because when Jimmy Butler attacks, the other compresses. A lot of people are open. A lot of people can cut. And now because Anthony Davis can can, can contain Jimmy Butler one-on-one, madali na yung, yung trabaho ng other defenders. Eh, that, you know, this is only my man. I only get Tyler. I only get Duncan. Because Anthony Davis would only um, would only focus on Jimmy Butler. So, but I would, st- I would still say he played a good game. You know, uh, talent pa rin siya. He still try his best, but it wasn't to the level that they needed for them to be able to get the win. And obviously, they lost that game. All right. So before we continue, uh, for everyone who's watching, especially during our matinee episodes, we do encourage everyone to comment your insights or any questions you want to ask the team. We'll uh-huh. try to be as unbiased as we can. Because again, we're not a news <laughs> outlet. We're uh, very opinionated, but we do appreciate it when someone tries to weigh in. So speaking of AD, let's talk about Anthony Davis. I mean, arguably the best player LeBron's ever played alongside with. So yep. I guess to put it out there, who's your finals MVP? Assuming... The series ended today. Bonito. Sobrang tough, eh, no? Sobrang tough. Because uh, stat-wise, stat LeBron would be leading. But that that loss, uh, it was apparent that they needed AD. No? LeBron still had the stat-wise. I would say... I would say AD. I would say AD. Um, a lot of LeBron fans would probably bash me right now. But... I would say AD just because I would say AD, let's say percentage-wise, I would say 50 to 48. AD just has that shortest edge just because he has that defensive advantage. You know, everybody's looking at right now the points, rebounds, assists. 
but the steals and blocks and the efficiency of everything. AD leads it. AD leads. Uh, LeBron numbers, okay, he gets that. He, he gets that. But the fact that AD was the one who stopped Jimmy Butler and then still got all those blocks, still got all those steals. AD by just a small, small edge. All right. So that's one for AD. Juanito's on AD. Javi. It's really tough now to decide who would be the finals MVP for the series. If the series ended today, um, I'm going to have to give it to uh, both of them, you know, because if you're going to take the most valuable... <laughs> I wish I had three more wishes. <laughs> You're gonna put the most valuable player in its in its most basic sense. Kung sino yung pinakamay value sa kanila, kung tinanggal mo sila sa team, walang kwenta yung team. And that's what AD and LeBron bring to the team. So they put up big numbers all the time because they are needed by the team. And um, if you take both of them out. Wala, wala mangyayari sa Lakers. It would be a very mediocre team without them. So for me, um, they're, they're performing very well, save for maybe Anthony Davis' um, um, uh, subpar game last time when he had 15 points only because of foul trouble. But definitely, um, if the series ended today, I would award co-finals MVP to LeBron and AD. Popular opinion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Juanito, to recap, said that AD... Javi said a double MVP award, which I believe hasn't happened yet. How about you, Mix? Well, you know, you got to stay loyal, siempre. Ako, to Juanito, give a rebuttal to Juanito. Binanggit niya na apparent how important AD is when they lost, no, he played badly. But remember, LeBron played that game also. LeBron has played all four games and he hasn't played badly. So, gano ka valuable ka, di ba? Kung hindi ka pa nagalano ng pangit. So, for me, that that's the edge ni Lebron. He played well from game one to game four. AD still slipped ng game three. Siguro if if AD played well ng game three, na sweep na nila today yung Heat, then pwede siguro si AD. But there's really going to be a big factor for me na this guy didn't show up for one of the four games so far. We have to see for, from game five Sino definitive na finals MVP from there. But I really don't see how the Lakers can go this far without the leadership and the playmaking ability of LeBron James. People will say, naman si Rondo. But I was thinking, you ba talaga kaya ibigay ni Rondo yung binibigay ni LeBron? Sino niloloko natin? Siguro kung, <laughs> di ba, malabo talaga yun. I'm not, I'm not discrediting AD, ah. Galing din talaga niyan tao. But we, we can't shake the fact of how important LeBron is for this team right now. All right. So, so far, perfect scenario. Juanito for AD, Miggs for LeBron, and Javi for co-MVPs. Now, before I make my decision, maybe someone wants to comment who their MVP is. Again, we're assuming if the NBA Finals ended today, who the Finals MVP was. So, to break the tie, I personally feel that Markeith Morris... Look at all the shots he's taken. You know why he's an MVP candidate? Because he's from the Phoenix Suns. You know, he has that Arizona quality talaga na lumalabas talaga. But, you know, I just really feel that you have to give it to someone who 
is willing to take a shot when you get it, who's willing to guard the best player on the other side when he's ready. I mean, you know, LeBron can get superstar calls. AD is probably the best player in the league. But right now, in this in this final series, I think Marquise Morris deserves more credit. But... Finals X Factor. <laughs> yeah, that, could be X Factor. So no, I guess... ano, add ko lang ah. Add ko lang, add ko lang. As a Laker fan, I don't really mind. I don't really mind who wins the MVP. You know, I think for the LeBron fans, Migs would agree na the MVP is huge. Because LeBron is trying to to get to to reach the, the Jordan GOAT status. But as a Laker fan, ang mabigat sa akin is we actually beat Boston and tie them for the most championships. So mm-hmm. yun yung mabigat for me. Eh, na, na we go 17 all. And then eventually, pag nag-18, we can now brag to the, to the Boston fans na, hey, we're now the best team in the league. Diba? So, yun yung, yun pala, yung crucial, eh. yun yung crucial, yun yung masarap sa atin. Yeah. Gusto mo lang naman pala champion, pati mo pa champion si Lebron para masaya tayong lahat. Yeah. Yes, a point of view. Pero wait lang. I'm gonna ask you guys. Uh, don't you think that the NBA will... If... If the sake of narrative, for the sake of legacy, for the sake of chasing history... Wouldn't you think that they would give the finals MVP willingly to LeBron because it would be his fourth finals MVP with a different and third on a different team? I don't like the narratives. If, if we're going to talk narratives, because it's more NBA when LeBron loses. Eh. The hype is there when eh, he's so if if you're gonna talk conspiracy, for me, the cards are against him about that, and I feel as though may 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 story behind it. You know, dun dun lalabas yung matanda na siya. That that narrative didn't really pan out for his season MVP run, but for me, the the winner will really come out who plays better for pro game five. Dun ma dun talaga magkakatalo. Well, kung panalo na sila by game five, we don't know. But when if they would win. It's really a matter of how that person would play. Well, ako, ano, ako, ako, it's nice, you know. We, 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 would, we, can never, we can never really decide on who will be the GOAT. No, it may be Jordan, it may be LeBron, it may be Kareem. So, it's actually interesting and I really think it's, it's heading to LeBron's way, the finals MVP now. Already has the stats, diba? I mean, basing from the NBA's perspective, ah, personally, I think it's AD. But basing from the NBA's perspective, they really do love LeBron. And once they give it to LeBron, he has three finals MVPs. And ngayon, yung GOAT debate would put NBA again na topic eh. Mainit eh, na LeBron has three. Na LeBron, uh, Jordan can only give it to one team. LeBron already has three teams to do with it. Diba? So the NBA narrative uh, would be mainit eh. The goat topic would be hot. You know, the haters would say no, it's Jordan. The fans would say no, it's 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 LeBron. So, ako, I think it's gonna be interesting if LeBron gets it. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, a tough debate. You no, know? either way, the haters will still have will have, still have their reason. Either way, the fans will still have their reason. Whatever happens, LeBron gives so much money to the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> the NBA controls the narrative. May ganon. 
Pwede pala yun. No? <laughs> so, we're on the premise that they do. Pero if I were the NBA, I think I'd give it to LeBron. I agree with Abby. For that particular narrative. So, I think, we should, yeah. I diba? think we should actually make an episode about the GOAT debate. I think uh, we can would... definitely have that Ooh. once the finals yeah. are done. Be a good debate. <laughs> you better get ready to. I know you're all gonna become Steve Nash fans. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I'm sure of my answer. So, hello. Wait, lang. So, gonna I'll save that. Yeah, you get one shot free. Pero so matunay next. I'm gonna tutoran ko lahat. Anyways, so we assume that for this particular topic, we were talking about. Who would be the finals MVP if it was a best out of five? But speaking of best out of five, let's talk about the WNBA. So the Seattle Storm, speaking of the longevity of LeBron, we can also talk about Sue Bird. I mean, the WNBA had a great season also in their own bubble and the Seattle Storm swept Las Vegas in three games. It was an amazing feat. Any thoughts on the WNBA? Domination, definitely, by the Seattle Storm. Final score a while ago was like 92 to like 59. It's really all-out domination by Subert and the Seattle Storm. They played really great. It's 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 so refreshing actually to watch the WNBA. You know, when you're so used to watching the NBA, I I I I just been wa- I've been watching the NBA growing up, and it's only recently that I got into the WNBA. It's only recently that I was able to follow them. And it's so nice to really watch um, these women play basketball. It's so um, inspiring, uh, especially for the women, of course, to who watch them. It, they give so much uh, hope and inspiration to the girls and everybody around the world that basketball is indeed for everybody, just like what Jacqueline Mang said in her previous episode. Other thoughts, mix, Juanito. Yeah. Oh, it's it's really it's it's really a, a good competition. You know, seeing women actually compete for that, I'm actually surprised. Um, I do follow some W, I do follow WNBA, and I thought uh, Las Vegas was actually um, stronger. Um, they actually have the better talents. Liz Cambridge, uh, the six eight Australian woman, uh, man, talagang sobrang <laughs> Sobrang lakas. Uh, they have Aja Wilson. They have Kelsey Plum. Um, these are really tough talents. But at the end of the day, yung leadership ni Suber actually just just blew off everyone. No, uh, she was able to to show off that she's still a leader. And Brianna Stewart might be the best, if not the best, uh, WNBA player right now. She's only 26 and bound to get better. Brianna Stewart is one of the one of the bright young stars of the WNBA. Um. And when we, you know, WNBA is on the rise. Kyrie Irving is in full support. Kobe, rest in peace, my guy. But he was one of the guys who really supported the WNBA, and he actually watches more WNBA than the NBA. That's true. That's um, very true. So that's why I actually thought the, the the WNBA was on the rise because Kobe was the one that pino pushed Come on, guys, watch the WNBA, and it was really it was it's really good competition. They they bring out something different. Eh? You know, we get guys bruising and attacking. You know, WNBA. As we see women, na these these girls are athletic. Don't get me wrong, but uh, they they bring out talent eh, that that we never thought girls can actually really play. So it's really refreshing to see it. Uh, so it's really nice to to actually see to, to see them the championship. And uh, I'm a fan because I'm a big Sabrina Ionescu fan. 
um, way, way back in college. So it's nice to see that uh, where WNBA is heading in the years to come. All right, me, I'd like to add particularly on Subert. Subert is 39 years old. She's been playing for 17 years in the WNBA. Yep. See, the thing with Subert for me is she highlights what the WNBA is. So the NBA, the thing is you have to be athletic. I'm not saying that the people in the WNBA are not, but when you watch the WNBA, you can see skill, you can see plays, yes. and that's what drives the ball game. And it's exactly why a point guard can be as good as Sue yes. Bird at age 39. It's because it's skill. Compared to in the NBA, when you reach 39, the body can perform, you can keep up with the young guns who are 20, but what Sue Bird shows is exactly why the WNBA is such a pleasure to watch. It's skill, it's talent, and it's plays. It's pure basketball. So props to the WNBA. And we hope that they get more credit and that people and more reach, basically. I mean, it's a great league. So, yeah, moving, yeah, Migs, do you have anything to add for uh, WNBA? Uh, no, I feel as though the whole series or this whole bubble tournament, no WNBA, really put them a step forward into the right direction towards building their league further for more fans, not just uh, female basketball players who are into you know watching WNBA. But for all fans in general, Dinaman. And hopefully now they get to rise up further. They get to get more of that off-season time in NBA. So that, you know, we really highlight the importance and also what we can learn from uh, women's basketball. All right. So props to the WNBA. They had a great bubble. Everyone is safe. Now going back to the NBA. Just a few more games out. Going back to game four. So this was the game that we hoped for. A gritty game, a low-scoring game relatively where defense was highlighted. So what was the biggest factor that gave the Lakers the W today, Migs? The first thing that I saw that Miami didn't do was they missed a lot of wide-open threes. That is not in their nature. Usually when you're an underdog, you can't allow yourself to make these kinds of mistakes. So for the Miami Heat to miss so many wide-open threes, it really lost them the game. If you know, usually when pagdanunod ka ng Miami versus Lakers, yung kato so far. Pag tumira yung Lakers, laging may may kabakay ko Lakers fan kay, mapasok kaya to. Whether libre or whether may bantay. Sa Miami dapat pag nakita mo libre si si Hero, libre si Robinson, kung sino man, kahit nga si Olenik or si Jay Crowder. Sure yan, sure yan. Pero ngayon, marami silang ganun na hindi pumasok. And for me, they can't allow themselves to make those kinds of mistakes because they have to play a perfect game for them to have a chance. And on the other side of things, I think uh, the Lakers played better defense this game around. So I really do have to commend again the addition of Marquise Morris to the lineup. Just because with them three, Chelsea, LeBron, C, AD, the front line, they can, they can all switch it to Jimmy Butler. They can all switch to anyone else in the uh, front line. So it's a better matchup compared to if Dwight is there. Kusinuman. All right. Great point, Megas. How about you, Juanito? Well, just simply talent discrepancy. No? Miami did everything right. Uh, Spo was calling timeouts at the right time. They were, they were executing well. They were making their threes. It's dun mo na lang makikita na talagang mas malakas ang Lakers eh because they were doing everything right. The loss of Goran Dragic was huge because what we can what we saw earlier was a lack of a 
of a slasher. No, AD was able to stop um, Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy Butler is the only one who can slash. Aside from Bam Adebayo, maybe, but Tyler Hero is not really a slasher. He's more of a pull-up guy or a three guy. Duncan Robinson is only a catch and shoot guy. Andre Godala is just a cutter. Jay Crowder is a catch and shoot guy. So the lack of of Goran Dragic, uh, number one, is huge. Number two, which is again just the talent. No, LeBron again. I actually posted this on Facebook. When LeBron is 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 aggressive on offense and Anthony Davis has his full effort on defense, all all Miami can do is just pray. No lack of magagawa. It's it's at it's the peak. It's the peak of their game. Eh? It's what they can do. And obviously today we saw that. All right, Javi, how about you? Yeah, uh, for me, talaga, the, the Lakers' depth is really full on ha- on display, especially in this game. No, you saw how uh, Crack Vogel matched up with Miami, putting AD on Jimmy Butler, and then you had Marquise Morris getting the brunt of the minutes over Dwight Howard compared to the last few games. Second, I think fatigue is already setting in on Miami. You know, you see how Miami runs their offense. They do a lot of cuts. They do a lot of runs. They do a lot of handoffs, dribble handoffs. And it's, I think it's really been uh, taking a toll on them already. And also um, compounding that with the fact that uh, Eric Spolster uses a seven to nine man rotation only every game. So yung depth talaga nila isn't really... Um, at par with what the Lakers have because the Lakers have well-rested veterans on the bench who are just ready when their number is being called up. And Miami doesn't have that right now with the um, injury of Goran Dragic. All right. To synthesize all of that, I think for me particularly, the one thing was bench scoring. So the Miami bench only scored 13 points. The Lakers, on the other hand, 27 bench points. So this doesn't even count the 15 points that KCP did as a starter. So the support cast was what wanted for the Lakers today, but that doesn't mean I'm taking anything anything away from the starters of the Lakers. Next, I'd like to ask about a particular person, Rajon Rondo. So behind LeBron and AD, the next player in the Lakers who had the most rebounds was Rajon Rondo. So when the Lakers signed Rondo earlier in the season, a lot of fans were like wondering what the hell is this, why he's done. But I guess particularly maybe LeBron, he thought that this is the perfect time for someone as good and as experienced as Ray, as Ray John Rondo is to shine. So, moving forward, Ray John Rondo, how much of a factor has he been for the Lakers in this NBA Finals, Javi? Really important, no? It's really important to have another playmaker, another veteran, another guy who's been experienced in playing in the finals, another guy who knows how to win it all in Rajon Rondo. Aside from LeBron James, he needs that extension on the court. He needs someone who's going to push his teammates whenever LeBron's not on the court. Uh, And um, when Rondo's being aggressive, when Rondo's uh, driving to the hoop, putting the ball on the floor and not being passive, that's when the Lakers are at their best. And that's what happened today. Even if he scored only two points today, he grabbed a number of rebounds, but he was aggressive in driving to the hoop and looking for open spots on the floor. That's the reason why LA came out on top today. All right. Before moving on, I'd also like to say about Rajon. Those two points, 
I love it when point guards do that. They're passing the whole game, and then in the clutch time, big lang the layup, the layup. The defense don't know, You make the Kalaw people wini. feel that you're older than pass no? the ball. Then when they don't expect that you're gonna shoot. Parang si Juanito, pero baliktad. Masyado kang mamba mentality, bro. Si Juanito naman, na for everyone's yun. notice, is baliktad. He'll shoot all the time, and then when you least expect that he's gonna pass the ball. And then turnover mo, kao pa may mali. <laughs> Joke lang, Juanito. So, yeah. Speaking of, Juanito, what are your thoughts on Rachel Rondo being the resident point guard of the group? Well, I, I he brings three big things to me. Yung three biggest things to me. Number one, of course, is leadership. We can all see it. Uh, behind behind the scenes on the on the court of the court, his leadership is really uh, stands out among all his other skills. He actually confronted LeBron about his body language. Nah, come on, LeBron, you're a leader and you have to show better body language to the team. And that's why I commend him for it. I commend him for it. He talks to the teams. He talks to the coach. He talks to everybody. So that's that's huge. Number two is his hustle. No, at his age, he's still hustling for the ball. He's rebounding, he's diving, he's playing defense, he's doubling. So, mabigat yun. Um, for for your point guard to be to be doing all that, pati ikaw, masusunod na rin yung energy niya because of his hustle. And again, his rebounding. Number three is his playmaking. Um, LeBron, I remember in, in his Cavaliers days that he, he always said he always needed a second playmaker. Right? And he got bashed because he had Deron Williams, George Hill, And maybe he really wanted a legendary uh, playmaker. And that's what he got with, with Rajon Rondo. Kaya siguro, hindi na rin siya nag-comment ngayon na kailangan niya ng, ng playmaker because Rajon Rondo is, is uh, the perfect fit for that description. So, uh, I think Rajon Rondo is almost in the top six if he hasn't beaten the, the record, no? He needed to average seven assists per game to be able to enter the top six. And for the for the last round, he was able to. I'm not sure with this finals round what if if he's still on track to beat it. But again, it only shows na how legendary of a a playmaker Rajon Rondo is. All right. How about you, Mix? Your thoughts on Rajon Rondo? Um. Well, to first answer your question, when mixed reviews in Rondo coming into the season, Rondo didn't really play well this first season with LA. So I guess you knew pwedeng um, bias against him by the Laker fans, especially with you know heated na yung, yung topic na yun, that off season. They removed so many young guys. Tapos they got AD. They were waiting for another big name guy. They were hoping for Kawhi as the third guy. But you guys remember way back in September 2019, over a year ago na rin pala yun. But they didn't get any of those high-level guys na, na, na in-expect nila. So they just they just signed so many yung two-way players, medyo alanganin players na, such as Rondo, such as Dwight. But you, you gotta remember also that Rajon Rondo played with AD during his last playoff Rondo in New Orleans. And also, yun nga, as what the two have said, yung veteran leadership ni Rondo is something that LeBron values over than over just yung box scores or yung stats line niya. All right. Next, I'd like to ask. See, Juanito mentioned that see Rondo called out LeBron in his body language. I saw something earlier today where LeBron was getting very frustrated. He was getting very frustrated, and it was a little unlike him. Like he was smashing the ball on the ground. So, just how, what do you think is going through the mind of LeBron James right now? 
being that he's actually active on social media during the playoffs for which is usually not a thing have you yeah it's the first time he's uh, actually not on social media blackout uh, for this uh, season i think um it's for everybody in in this who's in the bubble right now it's a different experience for everybody and everybody's adjusting to new climates to new situations and uh, the same goes for lebron even if he's the king even if he's the best player in the world right now he's only human and i can't say this uh, enough that he really needs to um try to black out as much as possible what he sees on social media it's so hard not to notice what's going on in social media because that's all you have you have your teammates and then you have your phone nandiyan lang siya sa tabi mo eh mahirap na di mo pansinin but then again um if you have to win you have to do legendary things that's what Kobe Bryant said so you know lebron he just has to um be able to go through the motions uh, and uh, do what he needs to do in the next few days to be able to capture the crown and close it out in the next game all right how about you Anita your thoughts on what's going through the king's mind right now personally i think it's the goat debate no <laughs> he has he has the perfect opportunity to to prove the haters wrong first it's his third team and winning with three different teams as the best player has never been done Number two, the numbers. No, the the numbers just keep racking on it, and it's a perfect opportunity for him to, to um, to get, uh, to get to Jordan. To no, he's already higher than Jordan. To to probably beat Carl, to beat Kareem, um, and then, then lastly, he he has a chance to prove Pat Riley wrong. So, alam mo, maraming tumatakbo sa utak niya eh, that a personal gain. It's for Kobe. It's for for the city of Los Angeles. So, it, alam mo, pag maraming tumatakbo sa utak mo and things are not going your way, it's really bound for you to be to be a frustration. No? So, uh, feeling ko malang maraming tumatakbo sa utak na Lebron, but uh, so far, it's not really that bad except maybe for for the walkout, I really didn't like it, but uh, they're getting wins and uh, maybe maybe Uh, sa likod ng lahat ng to, hindi naman natin nakikita yung leadership niya. We only see the ones on camera, but off camera, there probably is more leadership going on. So, that's my point. That's my that's my, that's my my take on that. Alright. How about you, Mix? Um, well, we're all speculating naman what's on LeBron's mind. And I have to agree with the possibilities na nabanggit na ni Harvey and Juanito. But for me, to add to that na lang, other speculations ko. One, He hasn't been heavy favorites in the finals for so long. I think the last time that he was favorite was Miami OKC, his first championship. Any other, I don't think he was this heavy of a favorite. The Spurs and the... Uh, actually, maybe the Mavs, but they Anyway, uh, the second thing that, that pops to my head that's really bothering LeBron right now is probably is definitely the social issues for 2020. Remember, he's not just like an A-list or even like above A-list basketball player. He's also a social figure for his community, for the African-American community in the United States. And he's also a public figure for the whole world, a, a role model and all these kinds. Not echelon na. He's not just a basketball player. And with all of that riding on him, he can't just social media blackout. Kasi ang dami niyang kailangan isipin at kailangan tutupagin sa buhay niya. And one last thing that I thought was possible to think about now is 
ano eh, pinimpiin niya makauwi para mapagalitan yung anak niya. Si Broly! <laughs> <laughs> Huli ka! Turners, eh, no? Huli ka! Sawa'y na anak eh. <laughs> yung masabi niya, syempre, before everything else, Lebron is a role model and a role model as a father over a basketball player. So, that's gonna bother him for sure. He's not talking about it sa some interviews or whatnot. I don't even think na interviews are talking about it. Feeling ko pinagbawalan sila tanongin siya about it. But I'm sure it's really bothering him right now. And to think his family's not even going to the bubble, diba? Sa lahat pa ng pamilya, di pupunta. The James family's not there. So may, ano yan, may family struggle yun na he's thinking about, definitely. Alright, just to provide context with our viewers, uh, Mix was pertaining to Bronny Jr. Uh, being allegedly posting an Instagram story of him smoking something that didn't look like a cigarette. We can't say anymore. Again, we're not the new South. Parang hindi rin vape eh, no? Parang oh, parang hindi nga siya relaxed or jewel. Something ah, bakit, different. Bakit nakaroll? Ano ba yung pwedeng nakaroll? Baka yun, no? Lumpia siyang high, pare. Oh, bro. I think, Roll. you know, mahilig naman si Lebron sa tacos, baka si Bronny mahilig sa lumpiang Shanghai. So, we'll never know that. <laughs> so, I guess, for me, for Lebron, uh, I guess a point I wanted to make was when Juanito said that Lebron is chasing the GOAT status. What I find weird is when he's doing that, when he's, if he says that, he's gonna get hated. Diba? Why are you chasing GOAT status? Why can't you just win first? But when anyone else says that, for example, Kobe, may he rest in peace, when he said he wanted to be the best, everyone said, wow, that's inspiring. Diba? So there's always that double standard with Lebron. And personally, I think he just really wants this more than most of his previous championships. So moving again to the Miami Heat. Game 5. Two days rest again before the next game. So there's lots of time to regroup. Bonito mentioned fatigue, so there's going to be enough time to rest. What do the Miami Heat have to do to make this a series again, Bonito? Um, First off, pray. <laughs> it's, really, it's the, the the Lakers are really the stronger team, and it's really gonna be hard. But number one is make their threes. Uh, they're a space out team. They have really good. They have really good. Um, they have really good. They have really good offense. They have really good flow. But if they're not making their threes, they're not gonna win the game. Duncan Robinson was making his threes. Uh, Tyler Hero only made one today. Jay Crowder was struggling today. I think he's only one for four or one for five. Jimmy Butler didn't even attempt much. He only was he, he was zero out of three. Pero parang pilit yung zero out of three niya. So, uh, that that's first. No, number two is that be able to contain LeBron. Uh, LeBron is the more offensive uh, juggernaut. Sa ano sa offense nila. When LeBron starts attacking, uh, everything else falls into place. But if LeBron doesn't get his attacks. Maraming, maraming nagiging problema yung Lakers sa offense. So, if they if they can be able to contain LeBron, uh, maybe they can have a better chance in Game 5. Alright, before I move on to Migs, uh, I'd like to greet uh, Coach Mark Dandan. Thank you for watching. Uh, we actually hope to have you on the show yes. eventually. Thank you, Coach Mark. Juanito will Mark. definitely get his haircut. I also like to <laughs> shout out to Brian Oporario. Bili kayo na silly garlic. Solid yan. Malupit yung silly garlic ni Brian Ops. And also to Agnes Litawa, my tita. And she actually helped with our tech support. She's a very integral part of this process also. So thank you for thank also you. watching. 
Thank si you. Hannah Servida is watching. Hannah Servida. Oh, Hannah first Servida. Time do we know what Hannah Servida no. mix? First time niya ata manood. Do you know, do you know what Hannah Servida mix? Do you know oh, Hannah Servida? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and again, while we're on that topic, a shout-out also to I.S. Guerra, our creative director for making wow. all of the creatives. You're the real MVP. So, moving forward again, uh, I'd like to move to Mix. Your thoughts on what the Miami Heat have to do to make it a series again? Honestly, the Miami Heat are lucky that they big break before Game 5 because what they lacked this game was... In one word, energy. And if there's one thing that they can do from here on out, is you know go around the Orlando Disneyland Park. Sigurado meron jema swimming pool, meron jema hot tub, spa, massage parlor, cryogenic chamber. Kung ano pwedeng pang parelax, pang parinvigorate ng katawan. Unwind. Kasi yun yun ang kailangan nila. Yun ang kailangan nila ngayon. Yung relax day. Ako sila tomorrow or today this morning. Wag na muna sila mag-hit ng gym. Pahinga lang sila. Rest day. The next day, mag-strategize. Because I think the strategy that they have right now, the Lakers really haven't had an answer for. Kasi tumatapat pa rin eh. I think if the Lakers had an answer, tambak na dapat yung game na to. That's right. So the strategy is still okay. They just need better able bodies to execute. So yun, relax lang kayo, Miami Heat. Pahinga lang kayo dyan. Knock them. Miami, give Bronny Jr. a call and you might make it a game six. Javi, <laughs> uh, your thoughts on the Miami Heat? Yeah, just to add to what Migs and Monito said, no, like um, like what Migs said, yeah, they are, they are definitely lacking energy. The fatigue is definitely getting into them. The game plan, it's it's good, it's it's great. Again, this is a make or miss game. They they just weren't able to make their shots, especially down the stretch. And the three-point shot is a big part of their offense. If their three-point shots don't go down, it's hard for Jimmy Butler to go attack the lanes and kick out to his open teammates. So with Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero have to convert on their shots early on. Jay Crowder also has to knock down those open threes for them to have a good chance, uh, especially in the end. What Miami is doing, they've been doing great these past two games. Just hang around for the first three quarters and then make a game out of it in the fourth and hope that they knock down and make good decisions down the stretch. That's what Miami has to do. All right. Great points all around. I actually feel personally that uh, mental is correct. They have to forget about the the standing and just play hard. They've been doing it right. The pick and roll, kick out, the ball movement looks great. And what I particularly liked today was the intensity down low. So how Jay Crowder and Kelly Olynyk played in the post. You gotta make the Lakers earn the boards. You gotta make them earn the points mm-hmm. in the paint. So you keep that grit. Don't play like you're the new boys in the NBA Finals. Play like hard NBA players and just do what you got to do and as what have you said knock down their shots in the fourth quarter so on the other end of the spectrum what do the lakers have to do anything else to close this series out in game 5 have you yeah um like what you mentioned kanina no uh, not for miami not to be playing like they're the new guys on the block what miami's been doing is they've been being very physical with ad They put uh, undersized guys on AD. They put Jake Crowder. They put Iggy. They put all these guys on him, and they're able to block him out of his usual spots. But uh, in this game, uh, they were able to match that physicality that Miami brought, and that's what they need to do. Stay physical, 
play hard on the defensive end, especially get the boards and run in transition. The Lakers are not a very spectacular half-court team, but they are very, very dangerous on transition. So if, they ha- if they're able to do that for 48 minutes from the first minute up to the last, then they will be cruising to victory in the next game. All right. Before I move on to you, Migs, we got a comment from Hannah Servida. Can LeBron even be contained? Laugh out loud. And watching cause my boyfriend is busy. So uh, maybe, I don't know, Migs, since you're next naren to answer, maybe you can answer that. Naren. And then talk about naren the, how the Lakers can uh, close the series out in Game 5. Grabe naman. Hindi naman nanonood yun eh. Kukuntain kaya nila si Lebron. Grabe naman to. Nasatakot na nga ako eh. Hindi nga ako mapakali. Ilang araw na ako di makatulog na mayimpin eh. Kung puro tambak na sana, sarap ng tulog ko. Gabi-gabi, di ba? But jokes aside, I think what the Lakers have to do is, what we were talking about kanina, I think the Lakers should start doing a social media blackout, tune out all of the negativity around them, and just focus into their game. And on a more specific level, uh, lahat ng mga guards, mag-shooting lang kayo ng tres, punin niyo yung pulso niyo. Kasi, kasi sa game one, pumapasok, tanyo naman, tulala oh, sila eh. Pag pumapasok, tulala yung Miami. Pero pag sumasablay, doon sila nakakahabol. So, you know, first day, second day, shoot around lang kayo, kuha kayo ng tres-tres dyan. Para lang ganado. Diba? So, yun eh. Yun eh. Alright. Juanito, your thoughts on the Lakers? The Lakers should just start strong. Uh, the, the way they play in the first quarter actually mimics what they do in the next three quarters. So if they start off really weak, they play weak the next three quarters as we saw in game three. So if they start off strong, like what they did earlier, um, they're able to, to, to retain it the whole game long. Number two is the, the, the other guys, not named LeBron James and Anthony Davis, has to step up. No, we saw KCP today. We saw Rajon Rondo today. We saw Marquis Morris today. Even, even um, guys like Danny Green actually played pretty well today. So if the other guys are playing well, it's going to be an easy win for them. But again, if not, and LeBron and AD lang ang tinitignan and Miami somehow finds a way to actually contain them, it's going to be a, another tough game for them before they win the championship. All right. Me personally, I feel that the Lakers are just generally a great team. They play great defense, they play great offense, and their core is probably the two most athletic or the best players in the NBA right now, arguably. And one thing I'd like to say for them to actually win Game 5 is just wear the Mamba Edition jerseys and it's a lock-in, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, it's over. They're due to wear that now. I'm pretty sure they're going to wear that in Game 5. They're going to close it out. And to make this point, it's a mental game. I mean, that's a big thing. Eh? Knowing that, you know, uh, how important the figure Kobe was and how this victory will be. When they wear those jerseys, they really do play different. And I think if, they're, if they do wear that jersey in Game 5, it's over. And... You know, I hope that the Miami Heat do make it a good fight. Speaking of that, now it's time for predictions. We did a good uh, no, prediction on Matinee 3. Now it's Matinee 4. Who's got your vote for Game 5? Is it going to be a blowout? Close game again like today? Let's start with Juanito. Close game, Miami. Close game, Miami. I think... I think they're not going to be able to close it off. Unless they're wearing the Mamba Edition jerseys, <laughs> then I'll go with the Lakers. 
But if they're not wearing the Mamba Edition jerseys, it's going to be another game for Miami. Nakita naman natin how Miami adjusts, how Miami plays hard. I just think it's 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 still it's still going to be one more game before maybe the Lakers finish it off. But again, if the Lakers are wearing the Mamba Edition jerseys, then might be over. All right, so it's uh, one Miami, but my apostrophe, my asterisk. <laughs> Mix your prediction for Game Five. Yeah, I think I'll have to give it to the Lakers, whether or not naka naka Mamba jersey. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, the Mamba jersey does really carry them over it. That 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 talaga nila yung energy and the Mamba mentality throughout it. But yeah, I think I think the Lakers have it in the bag right now. Um, I'm not sure if Miami can be ready to just go out and still perform when their backs are against the wall like this. So may pressure na dito na dito na papasok yung pressure sa kanila. Like we're gonna go home after this game if we lose. Unlike the first few games na let's just play our game, let's just have fun. No one's expecting us to win. So the pressure comes in for them right now, and the Lakers na mawala ng pressure at the moment. So we'll see how that goes. But I feel like a young team like Miami will really have a difficulty uh, trying to overcome that pressure. All right, so it's one-one uh, with an asterisk for Benito. Javi, your prediction for Game Five? Yeah, for me, um, I'm gonna go with Miami. We know that Miami hasn't been down in a series this whole playoffs, and this is their first time to play with their backs against the wall. Um, facing elimination, the first um, playoffs series they had this season. But I'm pretty sure that being the Miami Heat, you know, I'm pretty sure Pat Riley's going to give a rousing motivational speech in their locker room, in practice, in the film, in the film room. And Coach Poe is going to really motivate these players to win this next game. And I'm sure um, it's going to be a close game, but definitely I'm going to go with Miami on this one. All right, so 2-1. Uh, time for me to make my prediction. Uh, well, I'll just present some statistics first. Huh? So uh, the Lakers are 3-0 in the playoffs when it comes to closeout games. Three gentlemen sweeps. So every time they had a closeout game, they won. And for the Miami Heat, they were never in this position. They were never in this winner-go-home position coming into the play uh, during this bubble playoffs. So I personally feel that it's going to be Lakers in a blowout. More than 14 points. More than 14 points, even with a two-day rest. I don't think Tyler Hero is going to play well. I think Bam's going to play well. Jimmy Butler is going to be 24, close to a triple-double, but it's going to be a blowout for me, and the Lakers are going to win their 17th championship. But again, we are not a news outlet. So, what yeah. if Goran Miraculous Lee plays? Different. Parang from my prediction of 14, baka maging 17 na yung Mahirap talaga yun. Torn planter yun eh. Yung paamo, may punit sa paamo. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna take some sort of a miracle. And kung ikangani ni Kohalili something of a miracle proportion happens para makalala si Goran Dragic. Okay, guys, do you have anybody you shout out to? Oh, uh, no, JT's, uh, guys, be, make sure to support JT's Katipunan and JT's Kalayaan. JT's Kalayaan actually has their own uh, um, bar. Na they, they also mix their own cocktails and has their own coffee shop. So 
if you guys are free, my social distancing done, and you just want your uh, your manok, just go to JT's Kalayaan <laughs> and JT's Katipunan. Vouch yan, vouch yan. Luis Megs? Ako shoutout ako kay Hanan. Nanood na siya. Alright. Luis? Oh, Mino naman. Uh, I think my mom's watching. Uh, again, I already gave a shoutout to Ang and Aya. So, mom, if you're watching, thank you for the and the support. Hi, Tita. Hello. Alright. I also want to give a shoutout to my family. I think they're watching also at home. And if there's not any more uh, any announcements, uh, I think um, we're gonna have watch out for our breakdown of the next game, game five. It's gonna happen this Saturday, so we'll most probably have a matinee that Saturday night. And then watch out also for our next episode this coming Sunday, 9 p.m. We're gonna release the pubs very very soon. We're gonna really have very interesting guests on the show and I really implore you guys to watch. You guys won't uh, be wasting your Sunday nights at 9. And if there is nothing else, for Luis Boot, Juanito Gregorio, and Mix Peralta, this has been Standing Room Only PH. We are the voice of the sixth man from the fifth stands. Over and out.